Hello and welcome back to the Living in Jesus podcast. My name is Ross O'Hare and I'm your host. And with me today, I have Sabrina Frazier. She is our director of counseling for the deaf and hard of hearing. She has worked for a few years doing that, and she worked for 30 years with the public school system teaching and helping students who are deaf and hard of hearing. So it's great to have you in. Thank you, Ross. Glad to be here today. Yeah, it's awesome. So our topic today is how God uses people with disabilities or how he uses disabilities. And so obviously, it's an important topic. A lot of people struggle with disabilities. There are a lot of people in the world who have disabilities, and there's a a lot of number of disabilities that people have. And so why don't we just start off with you telling us a little bit about your disability and how that's been for you. Okay, Ross. It all began at birth. My deafness is from birth. And with that... Anytime you have a deafness from birth, it causes issues with vocabulary because you never hear words that hearing people hear or how to even say words correctly. Mm. And so back in the 60s and 70s, I was mainstream mainly for school. And with that came the struggles, you know, with the language, with writing, because you write like you hear. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it causes a huge struggle with that. Wow. So as hearing aids and technology developed, I was able to learn more and hear more and things like that. But there were a lot of even social issues. Sure. And I think God was using that to prepare me for where I am today, actually. And and also when I was teaching deaf, hard of hearing students, because I've been in their shoes. Yeah, exactly. And God used it. You know, even those struggles that were so difficult, it was used to actually further his kingdom. Yeah. So what was it like day to day growing up? I mean, you know, not hearing and, you know, what was that like day to day? How did you cope with that? Everything had to literally be explained to me because I lacked that vocabulary. Hmm. Like my, my parents had to make sure I understood, like if I say, can I ride my bike down the street? They would say, you can't ride your bike down the street. And I don't hear that T sound. So what did I do? I get on my bike and I go down the street because I thought they said you can ride your bike down the street because mm. T sounds are high frequency and that's where my loss is. Oh, wow. Okay. And there was a lot of things like that. Going to a birthday party and mind you, my friends were hearing mm. and they didn't know how to deal with the issue sometimes. Sure. You know, just don't As know. As kids do. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Kids don't know. Yeah. And and that kids can be cruel, but at the same time, it's because they don't know what to do. Sure, yeah. And as time went on, as I was growing up, I realized that. But when I was at this birthday party, they wanted to play the whispering game, it's called. It's when you tell somebody a secret, and then they tell the next person, the next person, and so on, until it gets back to the end to see if it came out to be what it was supposed to be. Sure, if they communicated the same thing the whole time, right? Right. Yeah. Well, that was one game I couldn't participate in. I just had to watch. And they didn't mean to do that to hurt me. They didn't know what to do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a very real example of how that limits your social capabilities and your ability to connect with people because, again, as we've talked about, kids aren't great with people who are different than them or handle life different than them. And so I'm sure that was difficult for you. Now... I'm even sure that, you know, growing up when you did in the 60s and 70s and going to a school that was hearing, that was just a regular public school, that probably posed its challenges too, being in the classroom with that way, the teachers not necessarily being as educated or knowing how to deal with that. I'm sure that was difficult too. 
That is perfect. I mean, that is a good example. The teachers didn't even know how to deal with it. Yeah. You know, a teacher can make it or break it. And I think that's what helped me when I became a teacher of the deaf. I, uh, wanted, yeah. I wanted to make it for those kids. <laughs> of course, that, yes. Because the teacher I had in seventh grade, she really didn't know how to deal with it mm. and the social issues that um, I had to deal with. So in high school, I went part-time to a deaf, hard-of-hearing school okay. for the English part because, remember, I didn't right. have a vocabulary. Yep. The math, the science, and all that, I, I was fine in. But yep. language arts was tough. And so, you know, obviously in the world, again, there's lots of different kinds of disabilities. Yes. Um, but with your specifically, how did you work through your disability? And, you know, how did God begin to work in your life because of your disability? Well, to be honest, I would always ask God, why? Why? That was always my question, is why? Did you and become a believer early on in I your life? I became a believer at 12 years old because okay. I needed a friend. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. So That's I awesome. did. I started questioning that. And through my journey, I realized as I finished high school, went on to college, that God was preparing me for what he designed me to do. Mm. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I have good plans for you, none of calamity. Yeah. So he was preparing me because I went to college to become deaf, hard-appearing teacher. And there's nothing else I wanted to do. It was like the Holy Spirit was leading me into <laughs> doing that. Yeah, You're like this is what I'm going to do. This is my purpose. Yeah. And so I did go through college, and I never had a problem with finding a job as a deaf, hard-appearing teacher. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... But, you know, so as we go through this, you became a believer at 12, and you start asking the question, why? Why do I have this disability? And that's, I mean, that's an understandable question, and one that we probably won't ever get the answer for specifically until we get to heaven, but I'm sure it was still difficult to just live life and mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. you know, as a believer, you know, we've talked about in this podcast before, being a believer doesn't take away the bad things in life. Right. <laughs> it prepares us and gives us what we need to deal with them. How did you deal with that initially, that probably that frustration or that unknowing, that confusion? And then what, what scripturally, what truth changed that for you? Okay. So we believe lies as we grow up. Yeah. And that's, that's Satan. And I was thinking, hearing people thought they were better than me because they had vocabulary, sure. or I was less than. Mm. Okay, I was believing a lie. Yeah. I ended up going through counseling, and then through the counseling with my struggles and what went on, I started learning Scripture, and I realized that God is using disabilities for His glory. And so let me give you some verses with yeah. that that really helped me. Yeah. Well, one thing is when you're taking a lie, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 says, take those thoughts captive and start thinking on the good, hmm. you know, the wholesome. And so you start thinking, okay, God, there's, there's got to be a reason here. Sure, yeah. And so it's the renewing of the mind with that, like Romans 12, 2 talks about. Mm -hmm. And then my grace is sufficient. You know, the Lord says that. And he gives us the Holy Spirit and his power through life and what really did it for me is when I stopped believing those lies. Hmm. And I saw that in John chapter 9, verses 1 through 3, when Jesus was healing a blind man. And the Pharisees were looking at him and saying, so why is this man blind? Is it his parents? Hmm. Is it something bad he's done? 
No, Jesus answered and said it's to glorify the Father. Mm. Well, you know, Ross, when I'm looking at a savant playing the piano, yeah. if you played that piano, I would say, great, Ross. But man, when you see a savant playing it, it just, you're glorifying the Father. How do you know I'm not a savant, you know? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, I totally understand what you're saying. Now, obviously, this podcast is not designed to get into the causes of disabilities. That's not what our goal is here. Our goal is to, to focus in on how God has used this disability in your life. Okay. And I, and I think because we want to focus in on that, what my question is, I kind of want to go back. You know, I don't think that we have done a sufficient job, and I say me necessarily more than anything, of understanding what it's like to live with a disability. I don't know what it's like to live without hearing. And I think the majority of people who don't have disabilities, we can't fully understand the disconnect and how difficult it is to come to the realization of what you've come to the realization of. So can you give us more of a, an in-depth look of that transformation? Because I am... I'm certain that from the struggles of the disability that you deal with came depression and anxiety and worry and hopelessness. You're nodding your head. So yes, like those are true. So go specifically to that, more of that transition. How did God do that? Okay. Through all the difficulties I went through growing up, Mm -hmm. like I said, God used that as part of his plan. And then... Nothing was wasted. Nothing was wasted. And I'll go deeper into that, but yeah. going from there to college, being deaf ed teacher, and then from there to teaching the deaf. Yeah. 30 beautiful years. I would do it all over again. Mm, I, I would, and I got funny, funny stories. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. And then coming here to be a counselor for the deaf. I mean, God groomed. It was glorifying him at the same time. But early on in those struggles, like you said, bringing about depression yeah. and bringing about fear. Mm. Uh, any new situation that people don't know your deaf, hard of hearing, yeah. it poses fear because you're going into the unknown of what's what's going to happen, and they're not going to understand. Yeah, and they're not going to understand why you don't un- understand the words or the vocabulary. You're going, are you kidding? You don't know that word. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can be simple. It can be usually deaf people have a hard time with parts of a whole, meaning a carton of eggs. Mm. A jug of milk. Yeah. Okay. Without going real deep into that, like looking at that door, there's parts of a whole hinge, pain, knob. Right. When, yep. when you don't hear words, you, you know, somebody might say, look through the window pane or look through the pane. Mm. And I'm going, what pain? And they're not understanding, even as an adult, you don't know what a pain is. Right. Sure. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing. It's, it's that kind of fear. Yeah. And it really brings out, I'm sure, the insecurities of a kid or even someone who doesn't believe the truth. Right. That there's something wrong with you, that you're less than, like you mentioned. That's that's exactly, and that's, yeah. that's what it did. It brought on the depression of I was less than. You know, like I said, it was a struggle of why. Yeah. And God has used it, like in counseling, um, my very first day hmm. coming here as a counselor, I prayed and say, Father, if this is what you want me to do, you show me. This is miraculous. Hmm. We got an email from someone that said, do you know someone in your counseling that knows ASL? And Greg Brazina was sitting next to me and says, we never had that. Wow. And it was my very first day, and that person did not know I was here. So that was 
God revealed it. Yeah. So that's amazing. I mean, that's uh, obviously I mean, it gives me goosebumps. It's amazing to hear that how God confirmed that for you, and obviously that must be part of the story. Is as you went from a person who believed lies that you were worthless or less than, and you brought up those verses about how you know God uses all things and that He has a plan and a purpose for all things. Was there a specific moment, day, a year, where that really clicked in your mind and it really changed the way you viewed yourself and the disability? Yes. And that actually, that truly happened about, I don't know, six years ago. I was believing a lie about a situation I was in, and I can't even remember the situation. Yeah. But there's always stuff. Sure. You know, like, why aren't they helping me? Well, I don't realize that people forget. Yeah. You know, and so I would think, okay, he doesn't care. You know, I'm, a belie- I'm believing a lie. Yeah. But anyway, someone posed that to me and led me to truth of saying, so what are you really thinking about that person? You know, hmm. I'm saying he doesn't care. He's not looking at me when none of that is true. And the Holy Spirit was leading me to the truth that he does. He just forgot, hmm. you know. And that happens so much with people yeah. that I encounter. And and I learned that people forget, you know. Yeah. It's not that they're ignoring me. The biggest thing I had to get o- or had to deal with with people saying, oh, never mind, I'll tell you later. Oh, yeah. And so I felt left out. Mm-hmm. And so my flesh is, I feel like I'm being left out at times mm-hmm. because of that never mind, I'll tell yeah. you later, yeah. and then they never tell you later. Right, right. So I can totally see that, yeah. Yeah. So let's end with this. You know, we explained the disability and the trouble with it and the kind of the transformation that God did in your life. If you had a major takeaway for someone listening who either has a disability or even someone who doesn't, what would it be? The message would be the truth shall set you free. Once you stop believing the lie and replace it with truth, it sets you free. And then you can live that life, the abundant life that Jesus came to give you. Yeah. And use it for the benefit of others. When you see that, uh, Genesis fifty twenty says, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. And it's being used for good. Yeah. So I hope the takeaway here could be, stop believing those lies. Whatever anyone has said to you, they're lies from Satan. Satan wants to use it. Yeah. But turn that into, replace it with truth, yeah. and it will set you free. That's so good. Yeah, I always get an analogy when somebody talks about that of like a plant. you got to pull up the plant that's a weed and put a seed there of truth. And when it grows, you'll see the garden, you'll see the grass that's green that's supposed to be there that God intended for it to be. And it's a process that we have to do all the time with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And it's a universal truth, whether you've got a disability or not. Amen. Sabrina, thank you so much for walking us through this, for being transparent and vulnerable with us and telling us about all this and giving us such great truth. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Ross, and thank you for having me. Absolutely, yep. And thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode, and we'll see you next week on the Living in Jesus podcast. Hey, everyone. We just wanted to let you know that we set up an email address that you can contact us at, and that email address is podcast at cftministry.org. Again, that's podcast at cftministry.org. And we designed it so that you can shoot us your questions, or even if you have a topic that you want us to discuss or go over, we'd love to hear from you. And as always, thanks so much for being a part of this community. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. 
The Living in Jesus podcast is a production of Christian Families Today and is produced and edited by Ross O'Hare and Ben Brezina. Christian Families Today is a nonprofit discipleship counseling, training, and coaching ministry focused on equipping men, women, and children in how to build biblically healthy lives and families. You can visit our website at cftministry.org to find information about our ministry, the Living a Jesus Study, and other free resources. If you are encouraged by this podcast, it would really mean a lot to us if you could take a minute and leave us a review. This podcast and all our free content is made available because of the generosity of people just like you from around the world. Until next week, thank you and God bless.